this week on Best Friend Energy. So I think Monica felt cleaner and I feel more organized. I love things to be clean, but I don't clean as much as I like to organize. I, I like to open a drawer and if there's nothing in it, that would be the best drawer in the house. Isn't that the best? Hi, guys. I'm Clea. And I'm Joanna. And this is Best Friend Energy. On the show today, you might notice there is a bit of a sound difference. Uh, Joanna has a tiny cold, and I had her stay in a different room because I am about to go on vacation. And I am not, go- <laughs> I am not going down like that. I am not going to have any sinus issues in Italy. So uh, anyway, thank you, Joanna, for taking one for the team. Anytime. On the show today, we are talking with the amazing Courtney Cox. I'm going to be stumbling all over myself with this one. It's just too How much. How are we going to get through this? I don't even know. It's too much for me. We're also so excited to have Courtney Cox on this week because June 8th, this Thursday, is National Best Friends Day. And there isn't a better person to have on to talk about friends on TV and in real life. Um, Of course, she played Monica Geller on the iconic sitcom Friends, which ran on NBC from 1994 to 2004. Now she has a new home product line called Home Court. I cannot wait to hear more about this. We have snagged some of her product line for our brand house. Everyone's obsessed with it, trying to steal it. It smells so good. Also on the show, we're going to have to talk about Martha Stewart on the cover of Sports Illustrated at age 81, Mm. if you can believe it. Um, And of course, we'll take some DMs. But first, we're going to take a very quick break. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So I think we have to talk about a very important news story, like that really struck me at my core. Okay. Truly. Martha Stewart at age 81 appeared on the cover of this year's Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. She's the oldest cover model in the publication's history. Was my jaw was on the floor. I could not get over it. First of all, she looks amazing. She does. Also, like, way to set the bar so high as if she didn't already do that. It's even worse for you and me. She sets the bar high for everyone, but it's like our whole life has been modeled after Martha Stewart in some ways. We now are going to have to, like, keep our bodies up for 40 more years. Sports Illustrated has not called for now or for when we're 81. Right. Even in our 40s, they're like, no, we're good. Um, Why do you think that she decided to do, I mean, she obviously doesn't need to do this cover. Do you think it was just like a moment of empowerment and like just feeling really beautiful and wanting to show it off? I think she's just like, I am who I am and I'm doing what I want to do with my my life. It seems like she just runs her own life, which is so amazing and empowering. I mean, she does truly just do what she wants. Like, she hangs with Snoop Dogg. She's on the cover in a bathing suit at 81. She's, like, doing whatever. She's not there to be in a mold. It just feels like. So to prepare for this, she says she went to Pilates three times a week and did a light spray tan. I'm, okay, Martha, we're all friends here. (laughs) I just don't think Pilates three times a week is, like, going to, like suffice like there has to be something else like tell me about a juice cleanse like what is it like I don't know I feel like she'd be honest I am someone every now and then I do Pilates when you say now and then Clea you've done it three times 
I think I've done it like five times over the course of five years. So like not, yeah. I'm not saying consistently, but every, yeah. but I do, I do book a lot of Pilates classes. You do. You're excellent at booking the Pilates classes. I just don't go. Right. But I so, respectfully pay for my spot. All I'm saying is I think if I did it three times a week, I still don't think Sports Illustrated would be calling. And a light spray tan would not fix this. Okay, we just learned that she also didn't eat bread and pasta, which is obviously the trick. It's not just Pilates three times a week. It's the bread, it's the pasta. I don't think I can commit to that. Not that I can commit to the rest of her, but like, I don't think I can commit to cutting out either of those things. Good news, you have 40 more years and then and then out. we'll figure it out. You don't okay. have to cut it out yet. No one's asking you to be a Sports Illustrated okay. swimsuit when they, model. When they come knocking, I will decide at that point whether at that I can point, leave out bread and pasta. A, a three-month fast of bread. I, I think that that, I mean, look, if I could look like Martha, I would I would take, I would look like Martha now. I, same. Um, she told the New York Times, this is part of my ongoing self-creation. I call it education. One of my mm -hmm. mottos for many years has been, when you're through changing, you're through. We need to call Martha. I need to understand... <sighs> I need to understand how she, how, like, how do you continue to evolve and change like that? At 81, you I would know, think that you would just. Right. She's like, she knows. That's why she's doing this. Because when you're, she's done evolving, she's done. God, that's a scary thought. Isn't that know, scary to you? She doesn't want to just be. She wants to continue to push herself and push boundaries for her own self. Are you going to do that? I don't know. Ask me, ask me in a couple of years. I mean, I'm not even mid forties yet. Let's say you're... No, Clea, my birthday is not until August. Yeah, and you and turned that does not 44. Make you turned 44. Not mid-40s yet. I'm you don't think 44 is mid-40s? We'll talk about it when I'm 44. Okay. In, Put a pin in that. In like two months. I, I would take any of Martha's tips and tricks, but now that she's added like like supermodel into it, it's again, stressful. It's stressful for people like I know, she lost like us already at gardening and cooking. That's true. That's true. We're actually... A, a hyper focused on a piece of Martha's career, not the others. We already very singularly focused. We already can't do most of what's in her repertoire. Um, Martha, we would love to have you on the podcast to tell uh, us how to live like you. Yeah. Okay. Let's take a quick break and we will be right back with Courtney Cox. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, I don't even know how to properly introduce you, Courtney Cox, because you are such a legend and also my dream guest for this podcast. You've starred in so many iconic movies and shows, Friends, Scream, Cougar Town, just name a few. You now have a star on Hollywood's Walk of Fame. You have a new home product line called Home Court, which our entire team is obsessed with and has tried to steal. You guys sent us some and everyone's fighting over it. So yeah. just so you know, um, we are so excited to talk to you about all of this. Courtney, welcome to Best Friend Energy. I truly can't thank you enough. That's so sweet. Thank you. It's, it's my pleasure. Happy to uh, talk to you. I've been manifesting this for a long time. It worked, Clea. There's, I know. You, you are a magician. I, right. Thank you. No, we have a whole million things to talk to you about. Um, but let's start where I think a lot of people naturally go to, 
we have to talk about friends. This is a podcast called Best Friend Energy, and you are kind of the ultimate friend. So let's talk a little bit about that. Monica and Rachel obviously have such an iconic television friendship, and you guys are actually friends in real life. How did that like fictional relationship move to a real life friendship? It was just a natural thing that happened immediately. We, that was such a lucky time in our lives that we met and we just liked each other. All of us, we connected, we were respectful of each other, we um, really supportive. It was never a competitive thing at all. And the girls, the three of us, me and uh, Lisa and Jennifer, we ate lunch together every single day for 10 years. You know, sometimes we'd eat with the boys too. So, you know, a lot of times we'd have a group, that's the six of us, but we would always, and we would, you know, Jennifer uh, would make this particular salad. I've, and, we've heard a lot about Jennifer's salad. Yeah. And still to this day, if you go to Warner Brothers, you can say, well, I'm, I don't know if they just do this when I'm there because that's where I do um, my show, Shining Veil. But I just say, can I have Jennifer's salad? And they know exactly <laughs> what that means. I've seen a lot of TikToks about Jennifer's salad. And I think that there was an article that came out where Jennifer was like, that's actually not, that's not my salad. <laughs> like it's like this viral salad that it wasn't actually hers. Oh, I'm dying to see that. I will look it up because I know that salad so well. Oh, and it <laughs> involves- What are the ingredients a, in that? Yeah, what, what well, is it like? It, 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 it's chopped lettuce. And I guess at Warner Brothers, we had probably romaine. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure it was okay. romaine. It could be other lettuces mixed in there, but it was turkey. It was turkey bacon, garbanzo beans, uh, cheese. Like um, she likes Parmesan usually. Mm -hmm. So I think it was Parmesan, but it could have been Monterey Jack because I like that. But I think it was Parmesan. No, it was definitely Parmesan. Salt, pepper, uh, vinaigrette. And she shook it in this plastic container. And I don't know how, it just tasted so good. Um, but then again, it's almost a habit. Like it's something that you, mm -hmm. it was a ritual we did. So when we didn't have it, it felt weird. I'm actually very interested in Jennifer's salad. I might actually. I know. I feel like these ingredients are right up your alley, Clea. Yeah. No, I'm I'm pretty pumped about it. Well, I'll tell you, the Jennifer's salad's good, but you mean to tell you something that I've been eating forever? And I, yes. will, I mean, I don't always eat Jennifer's salads because, you know, you have that's that takes like frying the bacon, the thing. And the, right, right, right. This is really simple. And I've said this. I, I did an Instagram about it. Okay, this, by the way, all processed. So you have to be willing to go sure. completely processed. But okay. yep, it's um, sure, sure will. honey maple. What's the name of the turkey? Boar's, Boar's head. head. Oh, yeah. Boar's head. Um, and it's a honey maple. Mm -hmm. You put mayonnaise, mustard, little mustard, uh, cheese, avocado, and then Fritos. But you, another key thing is pepper. You've got to oh. put pepper on it. And then you roll it up. And if you're really crazy, you can put it tomato, but you don't have to. And if you want to, you can wrap it in iceberg lettuce. So you ha don't Yum. have to touch the turkey if you don't want to. But I eat that. If 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 someone said, okay, well, do you want to go out to dinner tonight or do you want to stay home? And if I was tired, I'd prefer to have a turkey roll up or a four than I would go out to dinner. That's how good they are. I'm so obsessed with a Frito. I can't even tell you. It's like one of my like, uh, I, I was going to say guilty pleasure, but I don't feel that guilty about it. I like really love a Frito. Also, when something hits, it just hits. Well, also Fritos, you can put that in chili, which I do. Yeah. You can mm -hmm. sprinkle it over a baked potato. You can take a Frito and just dip it in avocado and just act like that's, I, oh. I mean, it's, Fritos are just one of the greatest things that have ever happened to anybody. Ever invented. Um, all right. So you mentioned that you guys all eat, uh, ate lunch together for 10 years. What about like, so Lisa, Jennifer, and you, is your friendship in real life anything like the dynamic on the show or is that completely fictionalized? I would say that, I mean, am I similar to Monica? Yes. Do I, you know, organize and clean? 
Oh, yeah, we'll get I to like that. things really tidy <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but as far as our relationship together, Lisa is not an airhead. She's not, you know, but I don't know. We just, from the second we met, we just got along. We got each other. I, I mean, Jennifer tells a story about, like, she remembers what I was wearing because she remembers everything. So it's great when you're close with Jennifer who can tell you about, we don't necessarily remember that. Uh, she probably remembers even all the episodes, but um, I don't know. I see Jen all the time. I mean, I That's see her so, all the time. Um, so yeah, she's my girl. And Lisa, I'm, I mean, I'm, I love Lisa so much. They're, they're just my closest friends. The three of us are really close. And then we have our own individual relationships with each other that, that we're all so different in so many ways that it just, I don't know, it was a lucky, lucky time in life and something, these relationships will last for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Which is really amazing. I mean, it's yeah, like that a real, happen. you've been in a million things and I'm sure that that same chemistry is not necessarily true in every single thing that you've been with. I you mean, know, I'm lucky through. to have worked with really nice people and that's, especially with things that I now at this point produce, it's like no asshole rule. I can't, right. yeah. life's too short. You got to have be around people that are, they're happy to be there, not just wanting to go home or taking the job for a reason that's not, to enjoy yourself. This is a really, it's a wonderful career that we get to have. But yeah, I mean, I've done a ton of shows in my lifetime and I'm, I'm really, I'm friends with a lot of people that I can think of right now. But that's a really unique thing that you stay in touch and yeah. you know, text every day, see each other as much as possible. That is rare. I wonder I, if that connection truly helped with the success of the show. I mean, obviously the writing and all of that is... Yes. I mean, chemistry is everything, especially in... I mean, look, actors can act. So... You think of um, what was the movie with Deborah Winger and Officer and a Gentleman? So oh, they yeah, didn't yes, like yes, each yes. other at all. Right. That I don't know that to be true. That's just the rumor. And they look like they were madly in love. That's true. So people can act, but I think when it comes to comedy, having that camaraderie and care and love for each other and no competition, just absolute wanting the best and you know helping each other out. Is this funny? Is this funny? What do you think of this? Oh, try this. It was just such a unique thing. So yeah, I think that especially doing comedy, it reads when you when you really love somebody. Was there a moment on the show where you guys just couldn't pull yourself together? You were laughing just so hard? All the time. And then sometimes when you get the giggles, you can't stop. And yeah, then totally. it's like, okay, well, we think it's funny, but maybe the audience thinks it's funny for the, like the first five minutes yeah. and then we got to wrap it up. Right. I, I've seen some clips on TikTok where you guys just cannot get it together. Um, all right. Well, obviously, Monica Geller is an iconic character. So is Gail Weathers. You have played this character for the Scream franchise for so many years. Do you have an iconic character that you looked at when you were younger and kind of like were like, I want to be like her. This is my path. Any Anyone that kind of inspired you? Mm. Meryl Streep did. I loved the movies that Barbara Streisand did. But, you know, I watch people right now. I was watching, I was flipping through the channels last night and I saw Jennifer and um, Jim Carrey, who I did Ace Ventura mm -hmm. with. And he is so funny. But I was like, oh God, look at her. There's, she's so good and so adorable. <laughs> I was like, I, you know, I see Lisa do things and I know her so well. And I go, mm -hmm. wow, I'm really blown away by the, her ability to just, I just forget it's Lisa. Um, right, right. You know, I'm working with Greg Kinnear right now. I find him really great. He's great to work with and he's just sharp and he comes up with wonderful things. You know, Patricia Arquette, I was, she has a new show coming out. I admire so many different actors. I remember doing um, Scream 3, which is the one with the horrible bangs, but... 
Parker Posey was on it and she was totally. playing a Gail Weathers character. And it, the movie was a little over the top, but she is a, she's a genius comedically. She just was so funny. You know, I work with Michael J. Fox. I learned so much from him. Well, ta- thinking about Michael J. Fox, actually, going back to kind of the early days of your career, um, you, of course, worked on him alongside Family Ties. Like, was there something that you learned from him, anything that he told you that particularly sticks out in your mind? He's such a, like, I just feel like he's kind of transcended the world of just acting. You know, he's such a special person to so many people. Yeah, he really is. Um, I was watching Still last night and Oh, what a heart. I mean, it's really touching and, and how funny he is and how gracious and strong. But, um, you know, I was watching this show, the the doc last night. And when I saw him, he was doing this part where, you know, it was the last seasons of Family Ties is what I was on, the season six and seven. So we'd already done all of his Back to the Future mm-hmm. and all those movies. And um, he, they showed a scene and he was really frustrated in the scene and you, you I know I was in it because that was one of my scenes with him I think that he was I was he was under a lie detector test mm-hmm. and that's I think when he told me he loved me because he couldn't lie about it and we both got flustered I think that was our <laughs> first kiss or something but it was interesting to watch it because that was during a time where he was you know not struggling with Parkinson's but just struggling like mm-hmm. Not, I don't even know the word struggling, but it's just I think he was probably going through a harder time than, you know, when you first take off and everything is being thrown at you. And anyway, no matter what he was going through, I got to say, I've, I that guy is a genius. I've said this a lot, but it's true. He would take one line, one simple line that somebody could say and get a nice laugh at the end of it because it'd be a funny line. Michael had the ability to break up a line and get a laugh just through a pause. It would be, it didn't matter what the line was. He just knew how to take this pause. Yeah. And, you know, the timing was so perfect. The audience knew kind of where he was going to go. Yeah. So they were ahead of him. And he was dry. He was never, he's a very dry performer, I think. We are going to take a very quick break and be right back with Courtney Cox. Okay, we're back with Courtney. All right, let's touch back on organizing because that is a big cross-section of ours. Uh, First of all, we would be remiss if we did not talk about Monica's Closet. So that we get asked in so many interviews for ourselves, do you have a Monica's Closet? Do we have a Monica's Closet? closet? Mm -hmm. Yes, the messy closet. So we get asked all the time, like, come on, I know your place is, I know your house is probably organized, but do you have a Monica's Closet? Okay, I hate, that does not exist in my world. It would not, like this is something I couldn't handle. But I have, if I have to really think about it, I have a Monica's room. It's a very small room. It's the size of a closet. Okay. I call it the womb room because it's okay. like it feels cozy and like womb. But I had had this property in town, a condominium, and I sold it. And so all the stuff that I wasn't sure that that went to storage, but what do I do with this? And, and I'm kind of revamping. I always revamp yeah. my house because I you know, I wanted, I like change and I like, oh, I, I mean, my styles change a lot. And then mm-hmm. I, I don't know, I like to condense. Yeah. So that is now the womb room is the biggest Monica's closet ever. <laughs> and I can't stand it. Well, it sounds like it's a staging room and it's a transition. So maybe justify in your brain that it's, it's not there to stay. It's just, it's a moment in time. I guess. But what am I going to do? Like sell the stuff? I mean, by the time you actually sell it, why don't, I just should say, okay, doors open. 
everybody yeah. just take whatever you want because I don't know. It's like, why do we save things? Am I really going to send it to Coco when she goes to college? Right. No. I mean, right. what about those dishes? I, I mean, Joanna and I kind of have rules for things like that. I think that you can keep them for a decent amount of time. And if they're not in use, they're not in use. You know, like you're probably not going to use Are them. Are you a super sentimental person? Like, is it hard for you to get rid of things or you love editing? I'm not sentimental about that at all. So much so that I'm mad that I'm not because, you know, I've lost both of my parents and I have my dad's belt and I have a beautiful picture of my mom and I have a gorgeous uh, bracelet. That's it. But mm -hmm. no, I wish I'd gathered more things. I wish my family had taken more videos and just that we didn't do that. So yeah. I don't have a lot of stuff. I have like zero photos of me as a child. No one knew I existed. Um, do you think that you're more organized than Monica? I think you might be. I think so. I think Monica felt cleaner and yeah. I feel more organized. I I love things to be clean, but I don't clean as much as I like to organize. I, I like to open a drawer and if there's nothing in it, that would be the best drawer in the house. Isn't that the best? <laughs> Please don't put anything in that drawer. But that's that is not reality. So I have things in every drawer, but do I have little compartments for things? Oh, it's the best. It's so satisfying, right? I have every a drawer time. in the kitchen that that it was one of those things that was already built in, you know, like yes. an Italian kind of thing, and mm -hmm. that comes with the utensils. They're the worst utensils in the world. The, scissor, <laughs> the scissors are good, and that's it. But if one thing is missing from that drawer, it's like, oh, I got to find it. But yeah, it's a right. horrible thing. I don't care. There's a missing piece. It's like a puzzle. Yes, that's yes. one piece missing. Yes. Yeah. And it, it, no, it would drive me crazy too. When you go to someone's house because you're such um, uh, emphatic organizer and cleaner, do you find yourself like wiping down counters and organizing spices or do you let other people have their own messes? It depends on how close I am with you. I mean, if I was at my friend Laura Dern's house, I'd go to her house and re... I mean, she'll say, okay, this is what I would love for my birthday. Can mm -hmm. you give me a day? And, and yeah. it doesn't have to be for a birthday, but that, I mean, it's, I will go over and we will lift couches. We will move chairs. Yep. And then we realize, okay, our back really hurts. We've gotten, <laughs> it's gone too far. We'll call <laughs> movers in and I'll spend the day with her. And we just, I take the living room furniture. I put that in the den. I switch it around. We switch the rugs. Mm -hmm. We do everything. And it's amazing. It's also really easy to see and decorate someone else's house because you yes. kind of walk in and go, why is that couch there? You spend more right. time in there. This is where the fireplace is. Why are you facing it towards the TV? Like, it's just very easy. So, yes, I would organize her house, and I have many times. We've organized her house. <laughs> okay. Yes, I saw her pantry. Yes. Oh, that's and, right. Uh, that's right. We did her. We did a few spaces. I know. I think we probably need to come back and do a refresh. That was years ago. I don't know. Courtney's, ago. Yeah. Courtney's pretty good. No, but I, I'm, not, I'm not getting into the pantry and stuff. That's uh, Laura wouldn't have any food. I can't deal with all that. I, I, I can't. <laughs> Laura was actually very fun to organize. I mean, we have so many amazing clients that we organize for, but uh, Laura was such um, like a mom to us. Like when we came in, she was like, hey, I have I have 10,000 snacks available for you. You know, she was like, can I order you lunch? Can I, right. And we were like, um, ma'am, we have a job to do. Like we have to actually get to work, but she just wanted to give us snacks, which we really appreciate. She's very nurturing and she's like my sister. We love, love, love Laura. So obviously being someone who is very interested in cleaning and organizing, it makes total sense that you would come out with a product line around cleaning. Home Court is, uh, well, first of all, tell, tell everyone how you, you know, conceptualized Home Court and then we'll tell you how much we love it. <laughs> yeah, and how gorgeous it is. You know, it was kind of the perfect thing. I mean, it all happened during the year, the COVID lockdown days where, you know, there, you realize that besides at the time Clorox was all you wanted to smell. 
Mm-hmm. And you had to wipe down your packages. And then when you found out you actually didn't have to do that anymore. <laughs> right. Um, there's, we, we realized there was a space missing of really beautiful smelling products that worked mm-hmm. and were chic. So it was just a space that had not been filled. And, you know, I was just saying this earlier. If my countertop didn't have home court on it, let's say home court didn't exist, I would really miss the way that looks on my counter. Yeah. I love the, you know, I spent so much time with the packaging. I mean, every single detail because I'm such, I always say I suffer from acute awareness. I notice everything and it's, it's a blessing and a curse. I don't want to be like, I don't want to be this way because I, I am glad I'm this way because- right. But from the font to the color of the bottle, I was sitting there cooking and I looked over and I, there was, I have olive oil out on my stove. On this, anyway, it doesn't matter. On the stone. <laughs> and um, anyway, I was like, oh, that's a unique shape that's not unique necessarily for olive oil, but it sure is for a cleaning product. Mm-hmm. Um, for a counter spray or a hand soap, you always see them round or they're, but this one was different. So I was like, oh, that, I, and then it just kind of built from there. And the font was really important. Like I said, the color and, you know, it, I went back and forth with the font because the person was doing the color palette, trying to, it was too creamy. I want it to be cream, but not too yellow. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I'm a freak for detail. Oh yes. You're talking to the right people. Yes, you are. Right. Okay, we are we, I see this. We see this so, yeah, deeply. so deeply. Yeah. So, deeply. so you understand this is a good marriage, this conversation because, right. you know, every detail went into this product and the same with the scents. I, you know, you have to please a lot of different people. So CC is my scent. I wear that. I wear these I two oils. And thank you. I think CC is my favorite. That's the number one seller, but that's what I've been wearing for years. And then, you know, we came up with the rose scent. That came from my um, hair, the person who dyes my hair. She put a balm on my my head and it it was scented with rose. And I said, where did this is amazing? It actually smells like a rose. And she said, oh, my husband got an oil and mixed it with beeswax or whatever they did. And I took it. We sent it to Givadon in France. And they came up and it's really used with the petals, the stems, upcycled froze water, which I think sounds weird, but it, I guess it is true. It sounds like dirty flower water, but it's really just a clean, <laughs> it's a real rose. That's what it is. And that's what I wanted. I didn't want it to be powdery. I want it to yeah. be exactly that. So they nailed that. Anyway, we have a new scent coming out. Ooh, tell us. Yeah. It's called Mandarin Basil. Ooh. Um, it's perfect for the summer. It's, you know, when you go outside and you smell a garden yes. and it smells mm-hmm. like herbs. Well, this yes. is mandarin, ginger, and basil. And I love it. So beautiful. And you could perfectly combine the form and the function, which is something that we have always been behind with our company. I mean, you want something that's going to work, but mm-hmm. also why can't it work and also smell good and look so beautiful? And then we have the room deodorizer, which I mean, I am, I, I can vouch that is the greatest product yeah. Not just in the room when it, and actually lasts, but it does minimize odors. I like to say kill, but I'm sure we can't say that kills odors, but it does right. minimize them. Well, we we have dogs like yeah. you, so yes. we actually need room deodorizers that's right. because when your dogs run your household, that's, that's the way it works. Wait, speaking of dogs, Courtney, oh my God, your two dogs are so funny. Are they there? I'm like- Well, usually well, there's one next to me and I'm kind of mad. Where's, I don't know. Oh, oh, well, oh my God, if you could see what one of my dogs is doing, it's so embarrassing. I don't know if, if it's still happening, but um, one of my dogs is lazy as all get out. I mean, she's the one, I don't know if you've seen me like put her against. Yes. Yeah, yes. she's just the sweetest. She wears the little ponytail I, when I, I say love she, I mean, I, I make her wear it, but <laughs> she's just like, nothing would bother her. You can pull her mm-hmm. tail, a kid could, it doesn't matter. She's the sweetest dog, but she's food obsessed. 
anyway, her back hurts because she jumps and tries to get up on countertops that are way too hot and she'll fall. So she gets, right now she gets this laser treatment. Oh my God. She wears these things. I didn't know they made them, but they're called doggles. Doggles? It's like, it's like imagine being in it like Snoopy with those goggles and with a scarf around his neck in the airplane. That's what she looks like. I want to show you a picture because it's the cutest. I mean, it's embarrassing. It's so, I love it so much. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm actually going to show you. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't, I can't handle that. I mean, oh it, hurt, my, it hurts. Oh my myself. I just want to have her wear them just when she's out for a walk. They're so, so cute. And your videos are so funny when they just They're ignore so you. Funny. They're so yeah. funny. Like, oh, did you come up with that? Like, did you start filming that and have, like, the inspiration to do that? Or I, I came up with that. And I just did another one that... Um, like, oh, I've wait. been spending a lot of time with them. Let's see how this works. You are actually fabulous on social media, mm-hmm. which is not a given. You've gone everything from cooking videos to dog videos to funny. How in the world do you do it? Like, are you your own social media manager? Like, how does this I, work? I have somebody who films with me and who does bounce. We bounce ideas off of each other. Um, but yeah, I, I do. It's kind of a pain, to be honest, because now that I've kind of been doing it about two videos a week, it becomes a job. Like you yeah, got to think, okay, sure so what am I going to do this week? And I try to bank things, but it is the thing where now when I do something that's kind of good, but not great, it's like, oh, well, that one didn't work. But what <laughs> right. am I doing it for? Like, I'm not right. like, I know. not like this is my career, No, but I, I enjoy know. it. So I don't want to yeah. just post to just to stay, you know, in the public eye. I actually, right. if I'm going to do it, I want to make something that makes me laugh or sure. So it's a little bit of pressure and yet I enjoy it. I I like to edit, you know, my Mm -hmm. social guy, he edits a lot. And then I am so particular that I re-edit things and we go back and forth, but um, it is a little bit of a time suck. And yet it keeps my creative juices flowing. All right. Well, we've taken up so much of your time, but we end every conversation with a segment we call five minutes for hugs and where we like to talk. So there's rapid. It's not. So answer, however, take as much time as you need. Um, all right. What is, and probably something from home court, what is a smell that you love? CC scent. CC. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, no, me too. That was, that was an easy one that to throw to you one. first. We just had to get you I warmed know. up. Okay. Current go-to recipe. Uh, I would say um, I got a, a chili recipe from the New York Times. It's just really easy. And then I'm, for some reason, really into baked potatoes. So oh. I make chili and on the side, I do a baked potato and I love Yum. butter and sour cream, cheese. And it's, it is, it's, oh, I substituted turkey for chicken. So it's the New York Times turkey chili, but I put chicken in. And Yum. oh, and I changed it. I, I took out the peppers. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's not the New York Times. It's actually just your own recipe, Courtney. I took out the bell peppers. I took out a lot of things at the basis. <laughs> and then I added more meat. Yeah, forget it. Okay. Um, it's exactly like the recipe, but not at all, actually. Don't look up the recipe. Turkey yeah. burgers. It's on my Instagram. It's the best. I don't like to go to a okay. restaurant and say, can I have a turkey burger, a cheese on top? It's so dry, so gross. No, mm-hmm. I don't care where I go. Eat, make one of these turkey burgers exactly the way I said it. I wrote it or okay. whatever. It, it's I'm my, excited. This is so moist. You're not going to believe it. I know people okay. like that word. I love that word. I wish everything in, around me was always moist. <laughs> <laughs> that is a controversial word, but we'll take it when it comes but to a turkey you're, burger. You live in the most humid place in the world. Don't you I, like? I love no. that my, I look better in the South. I'm from Alabama. I love it. Um, okay. I, you've been in both of these, but funny movies or scary movies? Just watch or do? Yeah, to watch, to watch. Oh. I mean, I would say scary. 
just because mm. it's, I'm very hard to please humor wise. But if you get a, <laughs> if you get sense. a good comedy, then yes. Otherwise, okay. I would say scary just because it's so exhilarating and especially if it's funny, scary. You can just be like energized by a scary movie without having to like, it's not necessarily winning awards. It's just like fun. Drama is really, I love to cry. I mean, I love when I'm, I love human stories. Do you have a favorite? Not the favorite, that might be too hard. A favorite? Well, I watch a lot of documentaries because I love watching people. But um, I would say, I mean, the old school movies, I love The Way We Were. I love Kramer versus mm-hmm. Kramer. You know, I love The Father. I love The Fighter. <laughs> the Fighter, The Father. The- <laughs> right, The Fighter, The Father, all, all of them. All right, I've got um, the next one. Yeah, Joanna, this is a very personal this question is. for her. So we share one of, like, a favorite artist. I'm obsessed with Brandy Carlisle. What would you say your favorite Brandy song is? I mean, it's tough. I mean, I love Right on Time. I'm going to have to name three. I mean, The Joke, The Story. Yeah. And Right on Time. Okay. She's an absolute doll. I mean, she's the nicest, most, she's beautiful and the most talented person. Um. All right. Well, this question might be like picking children, but do you have a favorite episode of Friends? Yes. I think every Thanksgiving episode makes me, I love. Yes. Yes. But I do course. love the episode just because it was really fun for me to play was the one where I asked, uh, Chandler to marry me. I got on my knee and asked him. I mean, that is well, such a classic. A classic. One that is such That's a, a good one. I love when Rachel and Monica, we lost the game and had to switch apartments. Yeah. Oh, that's um, such a good episode. <laughs> that's one of my favorites. No, you know what? One of my favorite ones is the Vegas one where you guys go to Vegas. Oh, right, right, right. That's a great episode. Anytime Friends is on and I watch it, it holds up. Yeah, it really does. No matter how big our cell phones were, no matter how big our computers were, no matter what, those writers were, I mean, our chemistry, yes, was incredible, but those writers are the most talented, the creators of the show. They wrote timeless humor and it's really about yes. relationships and where, where people are in their lives. And they're, all the characters were, they were not interchangeable. So if you didn't relate to one, you could relate to the other. So that, I think that just made for a show that will last the test of time, I think. Incredible. It will last the test of time. You are an icon and a legend. I don't even have words for how grateful I am that you were here with us today. You guys are so nice. Oh, Oh really? Oh, that's nice of you to say that. And talented, shall I say. I I know the work you do. No, no. We have only one small talent, and that's not really. And and are are talents worthless to you? We can't even be like, oh, we'll come organize your house. It's already organized. I've seen it on TikTok. Well, you know what? We can find other things to organize besides, I mean, that womb room. Yeah, I was going to say the womb room. We owe you forever. So we'll come do the womb room and I just adore you. So this was a dream. Thank you so much. You guys are so nice. Thank you. All right. We are going to take some DMs and it's going to be a very special segment because I'm doing this without my glasses. So (laughs) if I miss any words, someone just let me know. All right. This is from Jen. How should I store outdoor summer toys in my garage? Water table, plastic pool, et cetera. Okay. I actually, Joanna, I don't know if you had the same thought, but when she said outdoor toys, I was like, you know, I don't know. I was thinking like bubble sticks and like a yeah, small whatever, like a Nerf gun or something. I did not know we were talking water table and plastic pool. That is, that's a storage trick that we have not even developed yet. I don't, maybe just deflate the plastic pool. I don't, I don't know. Think, well, that's that's different than that's not plastic. You know, like those kiddie pools that are like oh plastic right. pools. That's right. Um, you know what? That is an excellent question, Jen. I, I think that it's it's the cross you bear. 
I think it's the the choice of of having them. You just have to let them live and let them be. There is not really a good way to store them. You're just a good mom and you're committed. Yeah, your your kids will grow out of it. It's like trying to store one of those one of those little things that yeah. that toddlers have that are like the little walk arounds that have like a rainforest yeah. and parrots. You know what? You just can't really store it. It's this is just a season of your life. Not only a summer, but this is just a season. I think you just have to own it that it's going to take up some space in your garage. Yeah, and unfortunately, I I mean, I like to think that we are able to store ninety nine percent of things. I think this happens to be the one the one percent that you also just... couldn't just live outside. It can. But isn't that like mildewy and gross? I think it does kind of live outside. I think, again, you just have to like be like, this is what my life looks like now. And it's an Amazon rainforest with a little baby in it touching things that make noise. I I don't know. You know what I mean? It's a season. It's a season. I think you just have to own it. I don't think there's a great solution, which I which pains us. It pains me. I when my kids were really young and I had all of those um, toys that like, you know, with parrots and parakeets chirping and all all the the things. I know exactly. Um, Yeah. Everyone did. Everyone had a rainforest in their house if they have little baby babies. And you just have to hope and pray and look at them intently and be like, grow up a little bit. And then, (laughs) and then you get rid of them as fast as you possibly can. But until then, you know what? They at least distract your children. So that's right. They have a, they have a real utility. They they have a purpose. Everyone will forgive you if they come to your house and see it. They know. Okay. This is from Mara. If you weren't doing your jobs, what would each of you be doing? Ooh, that is such a good question. Joanna, do you, do you know, do you have an answer? Have you thought about this? I actually haven't thought about this, but I'll tell you something else that I do think would be so fun. And I have I have thought about this in the past, which is to own a candy store, like a very small boutique candy store. That sounds like you. Okay. I would be, if I could do anything without like consequence, I think I would be like a hotel reporter. I would be like a travel. And- well, are, is this reasonable? Like I, are what? Oh, what? You, you can just open a candy store, but I can't like travel and report on hotels? Well, I'm with you. If you're traveling and reporting on hotels, that's all I'm saying. I didn't know that was an option. It could be a solo journey if you don't want to come. No, I, I'd like to come. I'm, I'm well, who's going to manage the candy store? You don't need the candy store. You don't need I'll, the candy I'll bring, store. I'll bring all the candy. There won't be a store. Okay, no store now. We're no, just traveling. we are travel hotel writers. <laughs> okay, we're hotel writers. Thank you for the question, Mara. Now Joanna and I know what we're going to do when we're 75 years old. We're just going to be traveling and reporting on hotels to maybe no one, to maybe ourselves. I don't even know if we'll have an audience, but that's what we're going to do. It, deal? Did, totally. I'm already, I was like upset that I wasn't invited. <laughs> just, you you're, you were running a candy shop. I didn't know that you were available. So I'm, I'm glad to know you are. Okay. This is from Lily. How do you separate your closet? Do you go by color, by occasion, or by item? I think we have slightly different systems in our closet. I don't know. Let, let You go first and then I'll tell you. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> in my closet, I go by category. So tops, pants, long hang like dresses. Um, and then within that category, I organize by color and I go from uh, lightest item to heaviest item. So if it's a dress, I go from like a strapless dress to a, a you know, small strap dress to a long, a short sleeve dress to a long sleeve dress kind of thing. If it's a top, I go from a tank, like something with a spaghetti strap all the way to a sweater. So I, within the color, so the red section, the orange, the yellow, every, everything is contained within the category by color and by weight. I have the same situation. I hang up jeans because that makes more sense in my closet. I fold all my workout. I have them. I need to have them as little drawers of their own. 
So those are all separate too, separate from pajamas. I need a lot of distinctions, but as far as the hanging piece, it's exactly like Leah's. I hang my jeans as well, um, but I have baskets for overflow, like loungewear, some denim that I don't wear very often, like that I still want to keep. I have a shorts basket. Um, oh, I don't own shorts. There are none. Not even workout shorts? Like no like Lululemon shorts? No. None? Nope. I, I have some for when I'm feeling shorty sporty. But yeah. I, I, they, they don't make it out that often. We weren't even talking about shorts. No, Li- Sorry. Lily did not, did not ask us this question. But that, that is how we separate. I, I would say. And then drawers are for pajamas, um, for underwear, socks, bras, that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, that is it for this episode. We are back on Tuesday, but until then, we'll be back Thursday with a special unpacked. We're going to talk about friendship for National Best Friend Day, and only in the way that we could tell it. It's not gonna. <laughs> It's not going to be a sugary, sappery time. It's it's going to be no. a Joanna and Clea version of friendship. There you go. Um, and of course, we love hearing from you, your questions, your thoughts. Tell us what you want to hear us talk about. Um, keep in touch with us on social at Best Friend Energy on Instagram and TikTok or at bestfriendenergypod.com. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on Best Friend Energy. We're back every Tuesday with a new episode. Follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Best Friend Energy. Best Friend Energy is a Hello Sunshine and Sony Music Entertainment production. Engineering and mixing by Nashville Audio Productions. Our senior producer is Rebecca Kaufman. Our associate producer is Cami York. Our executive producer is Sarita Wesley. Our executive producers at The Home Edit and Hello Sunshine are Lauren Lagarde, Hilary Franchi, and, and us. us. See you next time. Being a mother has its challenges. You have to constantly grow and adapt as your baby does. And while our kids aren't diaper age anymore, we remember a few tricky years with diaper obstacles like blowouts. Oh, yes, I remember. Not to mention getting diapers on active babies. And you and I both know once your baby starts moving, the adventure really begins. That's why you need Pampers Cruisers 360. A lot of people think Pampers Cruisers 360 are just for potty training, but from my experience, it's actually the best diaper to use as soon as your baby's on the go. It doesn't have ordinary diaper tabs. Instead, it has a unique 360-degree stretchy waistband, which is a great hack to keep your baby from taking their diaper off, which, if you've ever experienced, can lead to chaos. And as you know from the home edit days, if we care about anything, it's organizing messes and controlling the chaos. And it really stretches with your baby for a comfortable fit so your baby can move freely. It also makes it so easy to change a wiggly baby who's on the move. Pampers Cruisers 360 with the new blowout barrier are available in sizes three to seven and come in adorable new prints. The best part is that they are hypoallergenic and free of elemental chlorine bleaching, parabens, and latex. As mothers, we know how important it is to count on a great diaper. So for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Redeem Pampers cash, no cash value.